0: All right, so a couple episodes ago, Nish, you mentioned that the movie Now You See Me is a movie that would probably drive me crazy, right?
1: Yeah, this is like, we were talking about heist movies, right, or something like that, and I mentioned Now You yeah. See Me as, like, one that, like, is just ridiculous, and yet still somehow I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll still watch it. But, yes, I thought I thought it would be a
0: fun watch for you, Paul. So, I, so. After an endorsement like that, of course, I had to watch it. (laughs) I'm surprised, actually. (laughs) Well, so here's the thing about this movie. Um, Well, to set the stage briefly, this is a movie about four magicians who are recruited to do something. Um, And I say that because they don't don't really know what they're recruited for. That's right. But they're doing these elaborate Robin Hood style heists where they like rob a bank or whatever, then give all the money away.
1: And there's there's an implication, right, that they're going to like join a they're going to get to join a this super secret magic society, which is only rumored to exist, basically, like like that's that's kind of what they think the end game is a little bit the whole time.
0: So by the way, by
1: by the way, we don't normally get into details of plot on mini but I'm assuming we're going to do so in this one,
0: right? yeah we definitely are this won't be fun to talk about otherwise (laughs) yeah so the movie did drive me crazy (laughs) but probably not for the reason you're thinking okay all right fair enough so here's the thing about the like i i could buy if a movie like establishes its world and then is like pretty consistent with what it establishes like i could mostly buy into that and this is a world where like magic like it's not actual magic it's like what illusion or whatever like it's like stage magic right it's right. not it's not a i don't know what like lord of the rings magic um and you know they establish that it is heightened and slightly fantastic and yeah obviously couldn't really exist in the real world but they're pretty consistent with it like one of the things they establish is like anybody can be hypnotized pretty damn quickly into doing basically anything Right, uh, But that's pretty consistently true throughout the movie. So it's like, all right, like, it's the conceit of the movie. You either buy it or you don't. It's like, I'll be along for the ride. What did drive me insane, though, was how fucking convoluted the plot of this movie is. Holy shit, are they trying to cram everything in here with a crowbar? Like, and it just does, like, the bag can't hold it all because, wow, there's a lot going on. Because, you, like you mentioned, there's, like, this crazy secret society which people are trying to track down and then there's like the fbi agent who's chasing after these guys and all of like his stuff that's going on and then morgan freeman is like in there being like a magic magician debunker who's like kind of playing both sides against the middle and like right 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 right. there's like five different totally forgot about
1: his character oh yeah sure the The interesting thing I was thinking about this movie because I knew you were going to talk about it, and I was thinking about it today. I was like, "Yeah, now, now you see me." One interesting thing about this movie is that like, there's no real bad guy. Like, who is the bad guy exactly? Like, like, like you have people you're rooting for, like the the horsemen, but right. like, it's hard to pin down exactly who it, the bad guy is. Like. Even the F, like, I guess the FBI and like Mark Ruffalo's FBI agent for most of the movie, but like not really, because he's also your protagonist throughout the movie. Like you you are on his you're like watching him like try to like find out about magic and like, you know, with uh, with what's her name from Inglorious Bastards the whole time. Like and, you know, and then there's like and then there's Morgan Freeman, who it's like you're not really sure what to think of him the whole time.
0: Right. And I kept, right. I did keep waiting to find out like who the bad guy was going to be <laughs> in this movie. And it just kind of never happens. And, you know, right. it's it's also not the kind of movie where it's like, it's not the kind of movie where they spend the whole movie planning a heist. And the guy they're heisting is the bad guy, right? It's not that because the movie is a series. The movie is like three or four heists kind of right. all back to back against different people who you never really meet that much or find out that much about. So it's not them. And yeah, you're right. You're like, you're simultaneously supposed to be rooting for the magicians to get away with, with it all and the FBI agents to catch them. But, you know, you know, they're not I mean, you no, know they're not going to. Right. Right. Um, and it, it does make it kind of. Yeah, it does make the whole thing weird.
1: So there are there are a couple of questions I have, and I guess I'll save the fun one for the end. But like so one one question I guess I have is like. Are there any parts, um, or or like little things that they did that that I guess the magicians or the illusionists, whatever you want to call them, do, like that you thought was kind of a clever thing that they did? I do have one, which I'll which which I'll uh, say um, after
0: you answer. I mean, probably probably the first heist is probably the most clever one, where they kind of like that's the most like I if I squint and like turned my head a little bit like okay that i could see how they could kind of pull that off where they, like they build the replica of the thing and like they put him in there and he doesn't know where he is and he gets he's yeah. confused and it doesn't quite hold together at you know with the real vault in france but like the rest of it kind of works and i'm like oh i get it and and i think what I liked about that one, it was the closest thing to realistic that they could do. And like, they, cause they get more absurd as the, as they do, as the ice go on. And, and to the point where it's just like the second one, it's like, Oh, they know everybody who is in the audience. Like not a single person scalped a ticket to come to this show. Like, I don't right. believe that that's possible.
1: Right. You know? Right. 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 Speaking of heightened, uh, heightened worlds, this is also like the world in which like, this is like this, like, like, international news every time they like start doing these shows like it's like the horsemen like what will happen it's like live streaming like all these news agencies and all that their last like show that they do in like queens or wherever the hell it is um that the the thing i thought they did yeah exactly but like david william like times a thousand kind of it's it, yeah. it's like those old david copperfield specials yeah like when he makes like the times statue times of, of liberty
0: disappear right shit, or like, like walks that.
1: through the great wall of china like but that it's stuff. even
0: bigger than that like it's, right exactly yeah.
1: like yeah. like it's yeah that times like a hundred um the thing i thought that was kind of clever was like the thing they do on the plane to michael kane's character with like him pretending to try to read his mind or whatever, through like mentalism uh, or whatever. Yeah. And then it turns out like that's how they got all of his password information, all the security questions to like get right. into his bank account. I thought that was like a clever thing where it's like that makes sense. Like like and and that's kind of a I didn't see that coming. Like that was kind of a, a cute thing that they did. The like like you said, the rest of that it was a little like, okay, like <laughs> you you've managed to control like everybody in the audience to this yeah. degree. I didn't know there um, was a sequel to this movie. Yes, which how did they not call the sequel Now You Don't? I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> like Seriously. Like, it's right there. And they called it Now You See Me Too. Come on. They could have they could have even said Now You See Me Too, colon, Now You Don't, or something like that, if they were really afraid that people wouldn't realize it was the sequel. <laughs> um Have you have you Paul, did did you also watch Now You See Me Too being the completest you are?
0: Oh, you're spoiling my. You're spoiling my big reveal that I did uh, actually see the second one too. I'm so <laughs> happy that you watch. <laughs> sure. Now you see
1: me too. I'm we'll so talk, happy.
0: We'll talk All about right. that one in a second. Yeah,
1: we'll get to that. Okay, so then the the thing I actually thought would infuriate you more than any heightened thing is the twist at the end, which is yeah. just a bonkers twist, and it's the twist being that Mark Ruffalo was like behind the whole thing, and like. The bonkersness of it is that, like, it is, you know, the beauty of a good twist, right, is that it's a twist that, like, it's a thing that when you look back, you could have seen it coming, right? That That's the idea right. that it's, like, they, they laid enough stuff that it's, like, oh, like, this makes sense now, that makes sense now. This is, like, the opposite of that, where it's, like, yep. they do it, and then it's, like, there were definitely scenes where we were alone with this character, and he was frustrated about not being able to catch. Like, he was not, like he wasn't doing anything like a performance for anybody like like he he was just alone in his room all like pissed off that he like couldn't catch the horseman and it's like this makes no sense whatsoever
0: yeah i agree with you like the hallmark of a good twist is is a good a really good twist you don't see it coming and but then when it happens you go oh i get it and this was more like huh really right um yeah, it it doesn't it didn't make it didn't make any sense whatsoever, and it added to like the like yeah the incredibly convoluted plot that yes <laughs> like it turns out that like he he was a super important character um and yeah orchestrating the whole thing and works for this weird the eye organization
1: right and and like and like like kind of carry that to its logical conclusion it's like so to to get revenge on his dad's old business partner he became an FBI agent? That's not easy. And then, like, had a career, like, for a while, I guess,
0: right? Until, like, they could do this. Like, like... Right, and, and got himself, worked into a position where, of the thousands of agents, he would be the one assigned to assigned this Assigned to this.
1: I know, exactly. Like, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. It's, yes, like, it's, maybe I can even wave some of that away with, like, magic. Like, it's like, ah, oh, he, like hypnotized them into giving a case or like you did some mentalism shit and like I don't know but like yeah there is it, it, it is crazy when you think about like what had to go into that and it's just like okay
0: and so, can we talk can we talk about the cast for a second because I want to sure. talk about them too um let's start with Jesse Eisenberg who is almost well cast in this movie but can't quite pull off like Listen, if you cast Jesse Eisenberg as an arrogant asshole, like you're not gonna you're not gonna miss the mark by too much, right? <laughs> but he doesn't have the level of charisma that you need to to pull to pull to pull this role off. I think.
1: Yeah, I would I would agree with that. It is very hard to believe that he and Isla Fisher's character were dating at any point in time. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they,
0: not least of which the fact that they have less they have like negative chemistry with each other. <laughs> Greed. And yeah, I don't know. Like, like, I, I don't know what like Dave Franco's doing in this movie. And like, <laughs> and and I feel like Morgan Freeman showed up for a paycheck and like his, his, his scenes strike me as like somebody who was around for like two weeks and they shot all his stuff and then he disappeared.
1: It, it does kind of feel that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so, and, and yes, and buying the th- part of the thing I really didn't buy was. You know, Mark Ruffalo as a super competent magician in his own right who can, like, mastermind all this stuff. Like, that's not who he is.
1: Right. Agreed. It's 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 very odd to think that of him. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know, in, in the world of the movie, he's, like, acting as, like, kind of a, not incompetent, but, like, very much over his head FBI yeah. agent for most of the movie. But still... Like, it's just not Mark Ruffalo's persona at all to be like, just have a shit together to that degree, I think, right? It's like, that's when when have we ever seen Mark Ruffalo in a movie? Like being like, like you said, like someone who would be a hyper competent, like master magician.
0: Right. So that's, so that's, uh, so uh, sorry, do you have another question about this before we move on to, I
1: don't think. I do for now anyway. Maybe I'll think of something. Did, did, Willie, do you remember anything about this movie? You said you've seen it at some point.
2: Yeah, I remember liking it. I remember it being utterly ridiculous and, and being along for the ride. Um, I remember liking Woody Harrelson in the movie. I don't remember anything. I really don't remember anything about the movie other than broad strokes. Magic, liking
1: it, heist, and Woody, I remember liking Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson is having a lot of fun in this movie, I would say. He's, he's sure. you know, it, it, it it's yeah, like yeah. all, yeah. Like he has, he has, he has a fun character to play because he can just be pretty snarky the entire time straight through. And there's no,
0: yeah, th- he has no, there's no character arc or anything. Like he's just there to, yeah, have a good time and be goofy, right? right. And I imagine he had Natural even more Born, fun in Natural the second Born killer's movie. vibe, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same character,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same exact character. Yeah,
2: and Jesse Eisenberg, they're typecast in that way. Yeah,
0: exactly. all right so let's talk about the second movie because if you thought the first movie was aggravating holy crap the second movie (laughs) the second movie took everything you didn't like about the first movie and dialed it up to 15
1: yeah ramps it up like crazy
0: have have you guys seen the second one i have yes (laughs) no
1: i didn't even know it
2: existed i kind of want to see it
0: if possible it has a more convoluted and overstuffed plot with more weird twists that that you absolutely cannot see coming and don't make any sense in retrospect. Yeah. Um,
1: you don't, you don't, you, you don't care all that much if we spoil it, talking about it, do you Willie? You'll still enjoy it, it or not enjoy it or whatever. One of the, one of, one of the bad guys you'll be pleased to hear is Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> oh,
0: sweet. And, yeah. w- and you'll really be what's, pleased to hear he one from? of the bad guys. And eh, nothing. Um, you'll really be <laughs> pleased to hear that one of the bad guys is Woody Harrelson playing his own twin brother. His
1: twin brother.
2: <laughs> oh! I wanted to be like the... I was hoping it'd be like the landfill joke in Beer Fest. Yeah, that would be awesome.
0: <laughs> I, I, I watched that whole stupid second movie expecting there to be a moment where the twins switched positions or whatever, and like that was part of the... Nope, nothing like that happens. It's like nope. played straight the whole time.
1: Yeah. It's just his twin brother who like has it out for him but, but yeah i agree it's like why have the twin brother if if not to switch places at some point or or do some mistaken identity thing
0: yeah and uh, so the second movie is basically them af- like it picks up a year later the horsemen reappear and basically get foiled by someone who outsmarts them and now they're quote-unquote on the run um and they have to figure out what's going on
1: and i think like mark ruffalo's character is exposed at that point right is like not yeah not actually being like who he said he was as an fbi agent so like every the the world now knows (laughs) which
0: the fbi like had basically figured it out anyway and like because like they like they they spoil it and everyone's like and the fbi are like i knew it you know that kind of a thing and it's like (laughs) yeah you did know it because it's pretty fucking obvious what's going on right um and the thing the thing that drives me crazy about both of these both of these movies do this is there are there are parts of the movie where it looks like they're backed into a corner but it turned out to be all part of the plan and they have they maneuvered everybody exactly where they want them to be and then there are parts of the movie where they get backed into a corner and it was not part of the plan and and they're kind of fucked and there is no way to know which one of those you're in until like the reveal happens and like so like the ones where they're actually like The plan's going badly, and then and now they have to improvise. It's like I keep waiting to find out that this is part of the plan. This is part of the plan, and it's like much later, it's like, oh, I guess that really wasn't part of the plan. I guess they really did screw that up,
1: right? But you're still not sure for a long time because you're you're still not sure for a really long time. Yeah,
0: yeah, because totally
1: you 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 only really know with the one at the end because it's like you know it's the end of the movie, and so it's like okay, this is going to turn out to have been like the plan the whole time, like the thing on the plane at the end or whatever when they're getting thrown out of the plane right oh, which yeah. also seems just too ridiculous to like that it's like they're throwing him out of a plane <laughs> like
0: and, and and but they're not and like they don't realize it somehow and like oh my god and it's it's such a mess and then and then there's another stupid twist at the end with morgan freeman's character um maybe stupider right because yes! like okay so yeah the
1: stupid yeah so there's this i i was waiting for that because that is like the the like piece de resistance of this the second movie is this like twist at the end that morgan freeman like also was part of the eye and like knew the whole time yeah and like it's a thing where it's just like so basically you're just negating your first shitty twist from the first movie which was shitty in the first place but now it's even worse because like it takes like any satisfaction away from that first twist like retroactively, because now it's just like, oh, like any like because I will admit that in the first movie, like as bonkers and dumb as that first twist is, there's a small sense of satisfaction that it's like, well, smug fucking Morgan Freeman got his at least because he is right. fucking smug.
0: <laughs> so smug. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and then it turns out it's like, no, no, like he knew what was going on the whole time and was just. Disappointed in Mark Ruffalo, like, right? It this was, was like, all
0: part of his plan to have to to put his own successor in place. Yeah, which
1: yeah, it makes absolutely no sense.
0: Absolutely no sense. Absolutely bonkers. And and one of the other things, I mean, we didn't talk about it, but like, um, they had to, they had, they didn't recast someone, but but like, hmm. Isla Fisher's in the first movie, and she's not available for the second movie, so Lizzie Kaplan's in it, and wow, it's her character terrible yes (laughs) in the movie like they make her like she's not a very good magician and they try to give her like business with dave franco's character and again more more character more actors with no chemistry between them and it's such a bad such a bad choice um and i could totally see how not her but like I, i could see how this movie killed this franchise um that they were you know they were clearly like they clearly left the second movie like wanting there to be a third movie and it's like wow, that's pretty optimistic guys cuz this movie really sucks
1: yeah how did the, i wonder how the second movie did like if it was like any kind of success or not cuz the first movie was quite successful i mean obviously they made a second one but like oh. i remember it
0: being like a decent hit um i mean i'm trying to look it made worldwide it made like three thirty on a ninety million budget yeah i mean i I can't tell if that's successful enough or not, right, yeah, I mean, not these days, right, yeah,
1: yeah, it probably underperformed what they wanted, I would guess
0: yeah i w- I would imagine so God, Holy I crap. Imagine and, having another one. i I don't
1: even know where they'd go. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And and the magic in the second one gets even more unbelievable. Like if if the magic in the first movie, you know, is ten to twenty percent beyond reality, the the magic in this movie is like fifty to seventy percent beyond reality. Like it is utterly unbelievable.
1: Yeah. And and like the first movie, like you said, like there are at least points in the first movie where they like go to some lengths to explain how they did what they did. And even, right. like, the explanations are a little bit like, okay, but, like, that doesn't really hold water that, like, you'd be able to do that. But, like, I, if I remember correctly in the second movie, like, most of the time, they don't even attempt to do that. They just, like, show oh. shit. And it's just, Only like, the and end. It's, like, yeah. And, and yeah. the end isn't, like, a whole lot of, like, oh, we did it. It's mostly just that it's, like. Like we had a ton of money and like managed to like make this like fake plane thing. And like you weren't paying attention. So you didn't see that we weren't going to a real plane or something like that.
0: Right. It's basically, yeah. They basically like we built a set that made it look like a plane was flying in the rain. Right. Like that was their trick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. Oh boy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it is, uh.
0: It is too bad because. Like, the notion of magicians pulling off a heist, like, it's a, great, a idea. great idea. Yeah. You don't have to complicate it with all this other bullshit of, like, you know, the society of magicians who right the wrongs, um, you know, for people. And this big, like, conspiracy of the uber magicians and this guy in a vendetta against his father, which turned out, like, not to be a vent Like, you don't need all that. Like, just have these guys, you know, rob a bank that having magicians rob a bank is a good promise okay i
1: i will say by the way um i'm looking on the on wikipedia um in september of last year there was an announcement that they were making a new now you see me movie god damn it i know why why, why,
0: why you why you got to do this to me because i'm gonna have to fucking see it
1: yeah i'll probably see it too
0: uh, that is crazy well, I guess Jesse Eisenberg's stock never really took off. <laughs> he's not going to be playing Lex Luthor again anytime soon, so he's got no, nothing else going on. Probably not. His career that is, that is
2: really, really petered out, huh? There, he he was kind of the it guy when the Social Network came out, and everybody thought he was going to be a thing, and he just kind of
1: he never he never he never got it. I think the issue with him, and and I like Jesse Eisen, Eisenberg for the most part, but it's like the issue with him is that it's like you know it's like what is he. What is he gonna play besides like very much variations on like that Jesse Eisenberg character like everything right. I've ever seen him play is like a variation on like you know it's like his Mark Zuckerberg character or like him in like squid in the whale like a long time ago, like even in zombie land like it's like he's he's always kind of the same thing right um which is fine i I like that character, but it does mean that it's like there's only so much you can do like it's like he can be that character forever. And, and he's great at kind of, it. Plenty of actors fucking morph though, man. Like Jake Gyllenhaal at right. a hundred or lose a hundred pounds without fucking thinking about it, right? Like, no, a, a, agreed, but I think I'm saying like I don't think Jesse Eisenberg has that much range, is, is is what I would say. I think he's a very good actor, like in what he does. Like but I, I just don't think he actually has a lot of range to play a lot beyond like that type of role. I haven't like seen so that show a on
2: choice for him, dude.
1: It was a very weird choice. Yeah, it was, you but know, for it him. Was po- he's no, got to take I mean, the role. Whoever cast yeah, him exactly. was like, really? Yeah, it was like when I heard he was going to be Lex Luthor, like I thought it was a potentially inspired choice depending on how they went and what they decided to do. But, you know, given, given what the rest of that movie was, that, that was never really going to happen. I mean, that movie no. is atrocious. <laughs> like really atrocious um yeah i haven't seen that um what is it called Fleischman's in trouble like the the there's a fx show that that oh, jesse no, eisenberg headlines either. now with lizzie Kaplan and uh and claire danes um it's supposed to be good you know and it's like he's playing kind of a neurotic new yorker to some extent so i feel like it's like in his wheelhouse but um but yeah i i imagine it's like kind of more of the same but i also imagine he's probably quite good in it if i would if i were to guess
0: Uh, it's it's funny he has such a specific type it's not just like arrogant asshole it's also the guy who's like the smartest guy in the room and knows it right which that a line
1: which they more or less which they say in the first movie smart the smartest guy in the room if i remember correctly comes up yes in in reference to him but yeah absolutely that is that is who he is
0: oh my god we didn't even talk about the crazy scene where they have to steal the computer chip and they're throwing the playing card card all all over the place
1: (laughs) (laughs) with the the fucking stupidest guards in the world. Yes. Yes.
0: All right, Willie picture this, if you will, there is a scene where they're trying to steal a computer chip. That's basically the size of a playing card. And they're being searched by the security guards of the company that they just stole the chip from. And while they're being searched, they're, Throwing this card back and forth between each other and like hiding it behind their hands and stuff so that, it, so that it doesn't get found. But somehow they're like, one guy's like shuffling it down his shirt and they're throwing it on the floor and it gets picked up by someone's shoe and they like pretend Is this to sneeze. The second and, movie? Like,
2: yeah. Yeah. Second movie. I've seen this. I've seen this. Scene. <laughs> You've seen this movie? You're like, how could I forget Apparently.
0: this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot every other part of that movie. That that is a scene that goes beyond straining credulity. Like, there's just yes. no there, there. There's just like no universe where that's
1: believable. Yeah, and it's funny because I feel like that scene in that movie is like clearly intended to be like a huge set piece, and I just remember seeing oh, yeah. it and just being like, "This is so dumb." <laughs> like, like, like I can't even enjoy this on any level because it is so ridiculous. And it um, goes
0: on for so long.
1: It does. It goes on a really long time.
0: It's like a 10-minute scene. It's insane.
1: First movie, did you yeah. think at any point that Dave Franco's character was actually dead? I'm curious. No, no. Yeah, no, no. Okay. I, was, I was just wondering. because there's, Yeah, because midway through, there's like a part where it feel it seems like he dies in a fiery car crash while they are trying to ex- escape from the FBI. And then it turns out that was like all a, like a setup that they 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 had them right where they wanted them the whole time and he and he comes back at like the very end
0: no i didn't i didn't buy that i didn't buy that or believe it for a second yeah like i I, besides during that whole scene i was i was still too annoyed at him for being like a master of hand-to-hand combat and like high-speed driving and like they turned him into like a fucking ninja for five and minutes because they needed hand, hand to hand combat and
1: and hand to card combat, where he's like he's like flipping the cards like super hard at the guys, like hitting them in the face with cards. <laughs> That's right, Jesus, it's it's oh my yeah. god, these movies, yeah, it's it's really something because like they also say with Dave Franco's character, if I remember correctly, right, like in the beginning when the when he's like selected, he's like. Doing some fucking cheap ass thing and like on like the Statue of Liberty ferry or something like that, and it's kind of like and 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 then like I think right like they get selected and then it's like a year later when they have their first like horseman like thing that happens. So I guess they've been like training together, but it's like what were they training? Like he, he's like training how yeah. to kill someone with cards. Like what <laughs> what were they doing? Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: he was learning kung fu. <laughs> yeah, like uh,
1: uh this movie. Both of these movies,
0: I, I blame you for this, Nish. Yeah,
1: please, please do. I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm happy that you got the thrill of watching these. Now you see me movies. They are uh there's something. So now you see me three. It's coming. You'll have to be there. Now I you three me. Too. Yeah, <laughs> they could at least do that since they didn't do now you don't. They could do now you three me. great i hope they do i really hope they
2: do i'm sure they listen to this podcast yeah call it now you three me you cowards we'll give you that one for free (laughs) no we'll give it to you for three yeah there we go